0: on the Google Play or App Store or visit them online at fishingbooker.com to book your trip today. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without your essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. Man, I was just in Hawaii and I had my Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie with me
1: Welcome to Meat Eater Trivia, the only game show where conservation always wins. I'm your host, Spencer Newarth, and today we're joined by special guest and photojournalist Seth Kantner. In addition to Seth, we also have Steve, Giannis, Cal, Brody, Corinne, and the newlywed Seth Morris. Now, Seth Kantner, how do you feel about trivia?
2: Oh, I can't stand it. I never know what you people are talking about.
1: Really? (laughs) What about like uh, generic trivia? That'd be in like Jeopardy. You You dig that? Not at all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, uh, I bet you'll do better than what you any think. Any other
3: questions, Spencer?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, are you sure you want to stick around? Uh, pretty much. Okay. Now, if you're not familiar, this is a 10-round quiz show with questions born out of Meat Eaters for verticals, which are hunting, fishing, conservation, and cooking. And there is a prize. Meat Eater will donate $500 to the Conservation Organization of the Winner's Choosing. Now, last time I told you, we're going to reveal a new trivia stat each time we play. Today, we're going to look at each person's average score per game. Now, before I reveal this data, who do you guys think averages the most right answers per round of trivia? Brody, Brody. for sure. <laughs> Brody. Giannis, Brody. Any other guesses? Huff.
4: Well, you. Oh, I thought yeah. you kind of when you were like percentage of right questions last time we
1: like No, last time we talked about the uh, winning percentage so who wins games all right here we go in first place is Brody Brody averages 6.63 correct answers per game which gives him a fairly demanding lead compared to everyone else that's followed by Steve at 5.88 Giannis at 5.80 Hayden at 5.75 Sean at 5.2 Hunter at 5.0, Cal at 4.86, <laughs> Chester at 4.79, Seth Morris at 4.25, Trivia Guess, Average 3.53, and Corinne at 3.23. So the top three
4: Everywhere. the top three are Brody, assist. Steve, and Giannis. Yeah, but it doesn't count in a win-loss column, man.
0: You're, uh, no, because you can consistently store, score good, but just never be a winner. That's right. Brody's
1: never a regular a season team. When yep. you talk about uh, professional sports, you have regular season teams and playoff teams. Yep. You're, You're always like, hey, up there, but you are always a winner. There's only one
4: person with more wins than me.
1: <laughs> That's right. Now, uh, we are going to introduce a new trivia wrinkle well, for that, listeners. Who's that, Well, it's this guy named Steve. <laughs> <laughs> also this week, we're going to introduce a new trivia wrinkle for listeners that starts right now. Here's what it is. Each episode, I'm going to declare one listener question of the week, which will win them a prize. This is to reward those folks who send in great trivia questions and help keep this show going. If you want a chance to win our listener question of the week, send your question to trivia at eater.com. What do they win? This We'll we'll get to it when we uh, get to that question. We'll have a different prize each week.
0: Hmm. The like a winner this,
1: or like something good. The winner this week is very much going to like their prize.
4: Is there anything uh, today about questions you screwed up last time?
0: I'd send them a chunk <laughs> of this whale blubber and a chunk <laughs> of this dried caribou. Meat. You think we could get that in the mail? There's got to be something on Ash Wednesday. Yeah, because when it gets there, it'll be fermented. Right now, it's fresh. <laughs> Now, on a previous episode, we
1: talked about the world record flathead catfish that was caught in Kansas. The 123-pound cat was caught in 1998 by Ken Pauly in Elk City Reservoir. Ken told Field and Stream that he caught the flathead while crappie fishing with a bobber and minnow, Hmm. and that he was able to land the behemoth after it helplessly got caught in big waves that were rolling into shore. But shortly after that episode aired, someone wrote in to tell me that that's not actually what happened at all. And what you're about to hear is this person's account of how that catfish was caught, which, if true, is a massive development because it would likely disqualify this fish from counting in any record book. Now, i remind you again, this fish is currently recognized by the IGFA as the world record and by the state of Kansas as the state
3: record. Play the clip, Phil. Hi, my name's Clayton Crellin, and my dad used to work with Ken Pauley, the guy who caught the state record flathead and my dad got the real story about that fish that no one else knows. Apparently, the flathead was choking on a carp and dying on the surface of the water when the guy snagged it with his crappie rod, so he didn't really catch it on a bobber and a minnow like the others reported. He also told my dad that he wished he never caught the fish. Here's why. After word got out about the giant flathead, a photographer contacted him about getting some pictures of him and the catch. Ken obliged and had a few photos taken. Eventually, Field and Stream reached out to Ken asking to use the photos, and Ken gave them permission. But when they did... The photographer sued Ken for thousands of dollars for not getting his permission to use the photos. Ken lost the lawsuit to the photographer and told my dad that in the end, he felt like he lost more than what the fish was worth. Now, Steve, you talk about stories making their own gravy. This one makes all kinds
1: of gravy. Oh, yeah, man. That's a good story. Or if that's true. Now I traded a lot of emails with Clayton, who you just heard. I believe every word of it. Pretty convinced that what he's saying has some legitimacy. I've reached out to IGFA to see if they've heard this claim before, but they haven't gotten back to me. So this won't be the last time we talk about this story.
5: God, you're gonna smoke out this guy's IFGA record. Man, wow. yeah, but this
0: guy, but this guy's like this. He's, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's like. Third hand information. It is third hand he information. heard from his old man who heard from then and then and then.
5: The, the. Yeah, that, that yeah. kind of thing. And then he never got never and if he did get sued by the photographer, I'd rather have him have a world record after losing that lawsuit. I heard that Callahan keeps the sheep in his bed. You
0: mm-hmm. know what I mean?
5: Like Yeah, that's bad information.
0: Steve. <laughs>
1: So, wait, I didn't catch it. Did you try reaching out to the actual angler to, like, get his side of the story? So, I tried to find Ken. I wasn't able to track him down. I'm sure somebody's going to reach out and be like, oh, he's he's my neighbor. Uh, here's his phone number if you want to talk I to him. I kind of so feel we'll bad
4: see. about you playing
1: that story and not getting his side of the story. I, I did some other Facebook sleuthing and found uh, people that are related to him saying similar things. But here's what gives me uh, makes me a little bit hesitant. I also found other folks claiming that there was a snapping turtle in the stomach of this thing that helped weigh it down and give him the record, so so there's a lot of uh things floating around out so there. So like about this he it it was to make own turtle, fish down in there? exactly the snapping turtle. That?
0: <laughs> You've been Newharted. There you go. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: the dude.
5: turtle ate a couple of D cell batteries before it got ate. <laughs> it was... I
1: I think we're gonna hear from a lot of folks in the catfishing community in Kansas after this oh, episode. Oh man,
0: Spencer's we're gonna have like more. a trivia host Stirring and like up. an investigative <laughs> journalist. He's like. He's like Maury Povich. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Who is the
5: father?
1: <laughs> who happened to be a talk show host in the 80s, the last time Steve watched a talk show? <laughs> and with that, we are on to meat eater trivia. Play the drop, Phil.
3: Look, I need to know what I stand to win, to everything. How's that? Just tend to win everything. Suckers!
1: Question one, this will be multiple choice, and the topic is gear. Seth, I can see your board, buddy. Finish this 1934 (laughs) quote from outdoor writer Nash Buckingham. Hump back up. Finish this 1934 quote from outdoor writer Nash Buckingham. Oh, I got it! A blank (laughs) in the hands of the unskilled is one of conservation's greatest assets. Is it bow, duck call, fly rod, or turkey tag? Again, this is a 1934 quote from outdoor writer Nash Buckingham. A blank in the hands of the unskilled is one of conservation's greatest assets. Is it bow, duck call, fly rod, or turkey tag?
5: i tell you, Nash Buckingham was
1: probably uh, also an actor's name in the 70s. Give me the four options one more time. Bow, duck call, fly rod, or turkey tag. Now, Steve, you said you knew it. Did you actually know this one?
0: No, I was joking. Okay. That was before he gave the question. (laughs) A blank in the hands of the unskilled is one of conservation's greatest assets. I'm, like, quite confident in my answer, but I wouldn't know Nash Buckingham if he was sitting in here right now. Does everybody have an answer? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Giannis saying duck call.
1: Steve saying duck call. Whale Seth saying fly rod. Brody saying bow. Cal saying duck call. Walleye Seth saying turkey tag. And Corinne saying
0: bow. The correct answer is duck call. Of course it is. What he's saying is you're, you're preventing ducks from getting killed. What'd you write, Brody?
5: I wrote a bow. cause. But I could also see that it could be turkey tag. In the in the hands of the unskilled. Listen to me. Don't already make faces. Yeah, but Kirk, <laughs> the, the category was the category. Yanni, was this gear. is
1: this is where my mind was, Yanni. That was slipped in there to trick you, trick you up. Uh, Buckingham wrote that quote in his book *De Shooting This Gentleman*. He was known for his flamboyant <laughs> writing style and perspective on waterfowl conservation that was decades ahead of his time. If you like to hunt ducks and geese in the Mississippi
0: Flyway, then his books are for you. Man, if I met a dude named Buckingham right now, I would completely write him off. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I'd write him off. The Duke of? Yeah, I'd be like, oh, (laughs) brother. Question two. The topic is
1: conservation. This next great question comes to us from Mike Steffen. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at eater.com. What ecological word describes the state or condition of having become locally or regionally extinct? What ecological word describes the state or condition of having become locally or regionally extinct? We had some quick answers from Brody and Steve. Yeah,
0: I mean, Brody, neck and neck, bro. Mm.
5: My, you got uh, right, you're ahead right now. He started out ahead. Oh, does the spelling have to be right?
1: I'm winning. The spelling never hey, don't, has, don't has to, give to be tips. right. Don't give tips. He's winning after one question. <laughs> don't. Like, <laughs> what ecological word describes the state or condition of having become
5: locally Listen, man, people or People start, start talking extinct? about how
0: spelling stuff and pronouncing stuff that's called tips. Yeah,
5: but the spelling thing came from Seth, so it doesn't really say how long the word is. And every you have to. <laughs> you have to spell
1: every word, so I don't think it's a tip.
5: It is. Going forward, you
1: never have to spell correctly unless I say you do. That is a tip. Does everybody have an answer? Yeah. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Giannis saying extirpated. Steve Uh, saying extirpated. uh, Whale Seth without an answer. Brody uh, saying extirpated. Cal saying extirpation. Walleye Seth saying extirpated. And Corinne without an answer. The room got it. It is extirpation or extirpated.
0: But is it? Read it to me again. I'm just worried about word uh, word tense. <laughs> what
1: ecological word describes the state or condition of having become locally used? Okay, or I'll, accept or
0: in, I'll, I'll accept either. Some Sean.
1: examples of extirpation include wolves in Nebraska, sage grouse in New Mexico, pronghorn in Minnesota, caribou in Maine, paddlefish in Michigan, and Steve's favorite example in the world, elk in Iowa.
2: It also included muskox in northern Ala- and in Alaska, all, entire Alaska. I couldn't remember the word, but I. Have it written in the book. I find myself in that, <laughs> I find myself
0: in that situation now. And then, yeah. Man,
2: muskox were reintroduced from Greenland because of it. And yeah, it wild. It, yeah. It's hard yeah. to picture. Yeah.
1: How uh, How would they reintroduce uh, muskox?
2: Uh, they captured them. Um, I think it was in Greenland and brought them by ferry to the New York or somewhere over there. Whoa. Corinne would know. And then they I rode don't. by train. <laughs> they rode by train. Uh, I think to the west coast and were brought to Fairbanks and then. Uh, shipped to Nunavak Island and then northwest Alaska I la- got a later. The I
0: got journey. a trivia question for you. Let's hear it. There what writer who happened to write a book called The Snow Leopard wrote a book about part of the reintroduction of muskox to Alaska? No idea. Peter Matheson. Matheson. Peter Matheson. Did I get it? You didn't get it. I, didn't, <laughs> I did not get <laughs> it. I love
1: throwing a trivia question, Spencer. He never knows. <laughs> we are on to question three. The topic is cooking. According to Anthony Bourdain, you should never order seafood from a restaurant on what day of the week? According to Anthony Bourdain, you should never order seafood from a restaurant on what day of the week? Again, quick answers from Brody and Steve. You boys know this? No. I think I do. I've read it, but I don't know it. Again, you should never order seafood from a restaurant. On what day of the? Does that include
4: Long John Silver's? <laughs> <laughs>
1: It'd be uh, any answer would work. You've got to be
5: careful with these day of the week questions because Cal is here. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't say like uh, whatever your answer is. Christmas. Don't day say the day day. <laughs> that was does, so
1: funny. Does everybody have an answer? Yanni.
3: Yeah, I'm going to
1: stick with it. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Yanni saying Sunday. Steve saying Sunday. Whale Seth saying Friday. Brody saying Sunday. Cal saying Sunday. Walleye Seth saying Thursday. (laughs) Corinne saying Sunday. (laughs)
0: Just pick today. Nobody got it. The it's correct Monday, answer is, it?
1: is Monday. Because <laughs> they have a deal because there's no way. Oh, you know
0: why? Because they're getting rid of the old shit to make room for the new shit. Bourdain I'm,
1: gave this yeah. advice in his 2000 book, Kitchen Confidential Adventures in the Culinary Underbelly. Yeah, he said that most yeah. restaurants get their seafood on Thursday or Friday in anticipation for the weekend. So by Monday, it's already four or five days old.
0: Uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Seth could have stumbled uh, walleye Seth could have stumbled into that one. <laughs> Just writing down random days of yeah, the week. But on Tuesday Eve. Yeah.
1: Question four, the topic is hunting. This next great question comes to us from Jay Mill. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at the meat Is he the guy to win something? Not yet. I will I will uh we'll make a whole spectacle out of it when we get to our
0: listener question of the week. Oh, did you know our punt gun is sitting over in the on the floor? Yeah, I thought uh, I thought we talked about this. I can't believe we haven't opened it up yet.
1: Oh, all right. Like got to do an unboxing video.
0: No, I'm going to do. to
4: Great.
1: Smoky, the blue tick coonhound, is the official mascot for this state's biggest college. The blue tick coonhound is also this state's official dog breed. What is it? Smoky, the blue tick coonhound, is the official mascot for this state's biggest college. The Blue Tick Coonhound is also this state's official dog breed. What is it? Cal the Dog Man, how you feel? I'm
5: uh, putting a lot of weight on one word in your question.
1: Read it one more time. Smokey the Blue Tick Coonhound is the official mascot for this state's biggest college. Oh, Cal, thank you. The Blue Tick Coonhound is also this state's Official dog breed.
0: Thank it was a total,
1: total guess is what I thank
5: should have said. You,
0: thank you, thank you,
5: <laughs> So you don't bitch about uh, hints
0: when, yeah, <laughs> when you use them a to yes. your
5: advantage.
1: Does everybody have an answer? No. That was no, a very good tip. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's right.
0: <laughs> What's the word, Cal? Is it uh, oh, college? I'm just kidding. Don't say. Don't say. I want to make clear what I did have before Cal tipped me off. And I want you to know this is smallest. Mm. Does everybody have an answer?
5: Yep. No. No. Nope. Let's nope. hustle. Let's hustle. All right.
0: Well, that's not it, Brody. <laughs>
5: <laughs> how many <laughs> words does this state
0: have? <laughs> oh, how often is Cal just watching Brody write shit?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Go I, ahead and reveal your answers. We have Yanni saying Georgia, Steve saying Tennessee, Whale Seth saying no idea, Brody saying North Carolina, Cal saying Tennessee. Walleye, Seth, saying Kentucky. Corinne, saying West Virginia. The correct answer is Tennessee. Yeah! yeah! Cal, oh, yeah. Smoky Mountains, dude. Gave it away. Uh, uh. Keeps me in the lead. Uh. There are ten statues of Smoky on the University of Tennessee's People, campus. Geez. Listen, I'm fine for that. People <laughs> if,
0: need to shut yeah. their if mouths. Bitch about you it. need to yeah. shut what? more time. <laughs> no, shut your mouth. I got that because of a. Because of a hot tip <laughs> that someone gave accidentally. Shut your mouth. And I'm irate yeah. about getting it yeah. right. Good
1: on Thanks. you, though, Cal, for picking up on that. Smokey X. Shut just your turned, mouth. Smokey X just turned 10 years old and is set to retire this year. Smokey XI has already been selected. He's a one year old blue tick from the same bloodline as his predecessor. I
0: had North Carolina written down. I uh until he opened his trap again. <laughs> well, then we should just void that question. <laughs> no, yeah. no, because yeah. yeah. that's why I want this yeah. to stand. Steve's
5: like, I can't do it on principle because <laughs> I have the same answer that you got rid of. <laughs> We live in a society, not because <laughs> I like it. There's nothing Go I can do principle. about it. People
0: need to shut. you'll notice I am never like, is it with a X <laughs> or a, like, I never do that stuff. Uh, I just sit over I- here quiet. Years Silent ago. Silent killer, they call me. I ran, uh,
5: <laughs> I ran Black Bears in, in Idaho with a houndsman from Smoky Mountain National Park. And they actually had an in-holding. He and his wife. They're uh, born and raised less than a half a mile away from each other in the holler, Smoky Mountain National Park, Tennessee, named Audie Kerr. Ooh,
1: that's good. That's a good yeah. houndsman name.
5: It is. And he was a long, lanky mountain man. Really? Yep. But he didn't have cur dogs. He had what kind of dogs? I have no idea. He had a lot of them. Though. He didn't
0: want that kind of confusion. And he, had
5: a, he had a staple gun. <laughs> <laughs> He'd just go rut, go down that line of dogs iodining and stapling everybody
1: back together. <laughs> We're on to question five. The topic is public lands. Into the Wild is based on a 19-year-old who leaves a privileged life to live in the Alaskan wilderness where he dies of starvation. What was that man's name? Into the Wild is based on a 19-year-old who leaves a privileged life to live in the Alaskan wilderness, where he dies of starvation.
0: What was that man's name? Is this the bone you're throwing to, to a Whale Seth? It is. I, I thought you were going to ask what he was eating that killed him, but I could answer that. Like too much speculation. <laughs> I could, I could <laughs> answer everything but the son of a bitch's name, man.
1: <laughs> Again, Into the Wild, the book and movie. Is based on a 19-year-old who leaves a privileged life to live in the Alaskan wilderness where he dies of starvation.
0: What was that man's name? Oh, can I give the name he went by? Uh, I'm gonna do that.
3: <laughs> no. No, Boy, I'm gonna give hint. what he
0: right. I'm gonna give what he wanted his name to be. That is totally acceptable. Hmm.
5: There's a lot of hints. Uh,
1: oh, yeah, but still.
0: Does everybody everybody, have everybody an else, else does it. I
1: do not have an answer. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Ianni saying Chris McCandless, Steve saying Alex Alexander Supertrapp.
0: Supertramp, <laughs> Supertramp. <laughs> that was, that was, that was his name? chosen saying name.
1: McCandless. Brody saying Chris, make Mc- something. McCasson. <laughs> 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 Cal saying Christopher. I said saying Sean and Corinne saying I forget. I said the thinking of Sean Penn. Who directed that movie? I think he did. The correct answer is Chris McCandless.
0: Alexander Supertrain. Spencer, Tramp. I just want to clarify. Don't tell it really me quick. you're not accepting Alexander Supertrain. Uh, I vote no. Um, that was his. That was his chosen name. Are you telling people what bathroom to go into now? Oh, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> that's, listen, that's what he identified as. That's what he identified Classic as. Classic film. And if 2022 has taught you anything, what you identify with is where you're at. Spencer, uh, Giannis was the only one who got that one correct. Right? We're here, oh, we're accepting Christopher uh, McCandless. We
1: also had Whale, Sean.
0: Get okay.
5: it? Or I Ross, thought I said Seth
0: Get it? I think I okay. should get it. Listen, Spencer, if you don't accept what I and there, wrote...
4: There's uh, previous examples of people getting half an answer and getting... getting <laughs> if you don't
0: accept what I wrote, I'm going to be so pissed. That's what he identified as, is Alexander Supertramp. I would actually lean towards giving that to Steve. Yes. yes.
1: What does our guest think? What, what do you think? <laughs> would, would you take that answer... No
2: way. I was impressed, um, but no. Oh, <laughs> but he's not in charge
1: of the show. <laughs> what about Cal, me, Cal, I'm going to say no. First what names, first names don't get you anything in jeopardy. Yeah, yep. but
5: you have established on this
0: show <laughs> a this long history. Brody's McCormick? Plastic? No.
5: <laughs> not McCormick,
0: McCaw. McC- McCaw. <laughs> yeah, McCaw. McCaw. We're gonna go with Noam Brody and Cal.
5: Okay, can you tell is me, tell me it? why? Based I off he didn't say his record. last
0: name. I huh? got huh? the name of what he wanted to be called. He changed his name to that legally. But wasn't, wasn't okay. that wasn't you know it because you forgot? I, I want his you to name? name for me, Phil. <laughs> yeah, name <laughs> sure. for me. Name for me. A famous athlete who was once on the Wheaties box. What Just is, like the, what is, okay, what is it, their name now? Please, please tell me the individual's name. Who I'm talking about? They legally changed it. Michael Jordan. Oh, so it has to be legal. You wouldn't accept it if it wasn't legal. Spencer. You checked? Are you sure? Tell me the name, Phil. What is the individual's name? Uh, score update. No, Phil, please, please, hold on. Please share, Phil, hold on. share with me the individual's name. I think I the, think the former athlete who was on a Wheaties box. Please, Muhammad Ali. Because you know why you can't do it. You Won't do it, that's why I'm right now. Here, because hold you on. can't say Bruce Jenner anymore. I think this, I think this the same carries, way you can't say Chris McCandless, he was Alexander Supertramp. I think this carries a lot of you weight. Can't say what Chris I'm about McCandless? to read
1: from his bio, it says Christopher Johnson McCandless, also known by his pseudonym Alexander Supertramp. Okay, I think I would give it to yeah, Steve. you. Yeah, you Thank uh, you. Let's yeah. move on. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I
5: want I want a trivia super fan here to just go through and come up for our host. Like, who would have won? Just, no, just just a general guideline to what is a correct answer. If
1: he had said, if Seems he to had vary said, a lot. who Seems to was a, lot. a famous athlete that
0: was on a Wheaties box? Okay. I thought you were going with Muhammad Ali and, like, his name is Cassius Clay, right? or no? Yeah, if you said, who's the boxer that blankety-blank-blank, blank, and I was like, Muhammad Ali, you'd be like, uh-uh, it's Cassius Clay. Bullshit, dude. I think we'll give it to you.
5: Had that you. been given in a multiple choice, oh my God. right? I mean, that's all I'm saying is like, there's the the correct answer is in quotations, which is an interesting way to play it. It's one
1: way to look at you it. You know, we were you know. trying to keep this game tight and here we are. Mm-hmm. Phil hit us mm-hmm. with a scoreboard update. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
5: Corinne has zero, Seth and Brody have one, Cal and Giannis have three, and Steve, oh, my God, he has four <laughs> points. He's in the lead.
4: <laughs> Good job. You call ben him ben the ben silent ben killer because he's ben so ben quiet ben over ben there.
5: Two of those were benefited from pitch. Phil, Phil is a killer. They're not so silent. silent. The teeth are coming out. <laughs> All right.
1: We're on to question six. The topic is conservation. Now, this is our listener question of the week, which was won by Joe Zimlick for sending this great question. Joe is going to get a copy of the Meat Eater Fish and Game Cookbook autographed by Steve. If you want a chance to win the listener question of the week, send your question to trivia at themeateater.com. This bird, which can be hunted in 42 states, is involved in more aircraft collisions than any other animal. And I'll give you a hint, it is not a Canada goose. Oh, shit. Thanks.
3: <laughs> <And he's
0: Louise. laughs>
5: I really wish you wouldn't have given that to him. Can, can <laughs> be hunted
1: in 42 states. This bird, which can be hunted in 42 states, is involved in more aircraft collisions than any other animal. And I'll give you a hint, it is not a Canada goose.
0: Notice how I'm writing... Very reluctantly and slowly. But I was writing cockily a minute ago.
3: This is a great Bef- question. Before
0: I even
1: finished the question, Steve was writing down Canada Goose, <laughs> which we stopped I, I him would on. have as well. Well,
0: isn't that the, that's the bird that, uh you know, the miracle on the hustle Sully.
1: Yeah. Again, this is our listener question of the week. That's how much I like this damn question.
5: Wow. Yeah, it's a good one. Gotta say the gut was going Canada Goose.
0: Oh, I was doing I was doing that only because of Sully. Hmm. My wheel. That, I think that's what he said. No, my aircraft. Mm. He took he took the control, he seized the controls from the co-pilot saying my aircraft. Does everybody have an answer? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Giannis
1: In saying morning face. dove. Steve saying crow. Whale Seth saying pintail. Brody saying snow goose. Cal saying dove. Walleye Seth saying snow goose and Corinne saying what is that? What is that? Uh,
4: it was mallard, but I crossed out snow goose.
1: But whatever. Dove. Snow goose mallard. The correct answer, which somebody got, is Morning dove. Really? Uh, Cal who wrote and that down? Cal and Giannis got Wait, that. Wait, this this counts?
0: Yes. What will, if it was wrong? Well, why dove? would that count? That can't count. <laughs> we are going to give you dove. According, That's a hundred kinds of doves. We're going to give you doves. And you know what? (laughs) I was writing morning dove, but
5: I learned from
1: Brody on previous games. (laughs) To be vague. To be vague. (laughs) According to the Federal Aviation Administration, 11% of birds struck by aircrafts are morning doves. And although 97% of aircraft collisions are with birds, strikes with other animals do occur. The most commonly struck non-bird
0: species are white-tailed deer and coyotes. Uh, was crow anywhere on that list? Because I, I, I just put it down because it's like not you know it doesn't I, no one cares why I put it down. The
1: FFA <laughs> uh, doesn't give much detail. They say morning dove is the most struck bird, um, and then it's it's something weird that although only like five percent of collisions happen with waterfowl, they make up like fifty percent of damage to aircraft. Yeah, have you
0: seen that that you ever see that video clip of that pitcher? that famous uh, Randy Johnson Randy hitting Johnson. that morning dove with a baseball. Played for the Diamondbacks. Yeah, like 90,
5: yeah. Mariners first. Like 90 Back mile
1: straight. an hour pitch, yeah. man. Had hair like Seth used to. That's right. We're on to question seven. The topic is gear. Name one of the top five states with the highest rate of gun ownership. Now this number is calculated by how many people own guns tracked against the total population. So name one of the top five states with the highest rate of gun ownership. Get some quick answers in the room. How you feeling, Corinne? Good. She's not giving any hints. Well, you got five to choose from. Does everybody have an answer?
4: <laughs> Go yeah. ahead and reveal yeah, your sure answers. You got 50
1: to choose from. We have Giannis saying Idaho. C saying Alaska. Whale Seth saying Alaska. Brody saying Texas. Cal saying South Dakota. Walleye Seth saying Texas. And Corinne
0: saying... Brody, weird. that's
5: ballsy. Cal, that, was Why, such that's a weird, that was such a weird choice
0: on your part. And Brody, that's a weird choice.
4: I don't know, we'll find out, won't we? I have nothing to lose. I can't win this game now.
0: Because it's got so many, like, you got, like, Dallas. You got Houston. You know what I mean? It's like, you got to go with places where. (laughs) Not a lot of people. The
1: five states are Montana, Wyoming, Alaska, Idaho, and West Virginia. Oh, wow. Very weird choices around there, man. Me and Wales Seth though. (laughs) (laughs) This data was compiled by I I didn't get it.
5: No. I mean, I knew Alaska yeah, I was on the list. I knew Wyoming was on the list. So you just put one that you didn't know was on the list. <laughs> I was pretty confident. <laughs> Listen, gang, you people want to win. I'm here for the actual information. Yeah, you're here for oh,
0: I didn't realize that's <laughs> yes. why you were here. The repetitiveness
5: of the conversation. We're here to learn, Cal. Are, you came here to argue gender politics. <laughs> apparently, that's what we're doing. Oh. And to talk about how things are scored Man. every week. Uh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> what the how what would the percentage though? Who's
4: who's gonna get an answer that's not really the right uh, answer at I'm some fighting.
0: point you might need to bring in you might need to find and Arbitrator. bring in like the most impartial person on the planet mm-hmm. and it'd be that everyone agrees that that person calls it and you can't argue it.
5: That's the truth, yeah.
0: This data was compiled by oh, the what, oh. Pew Research Center.
1: Montana is number one with a 66.3% gun ownership rate. The bottom five in gun ownership rate are Massachusetts, New Jersey, Rhode Island, Hawaii, and New York.
5: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
1: I feel like we have Phil as the impartial party, no, but no, I had no, to no, overrule no. him no. on the... No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <No>. Phil's <laughs> oh, I'm admit I'm impartial.
0: got little axes to grind, man. I'm sensitive to that. I sit across from him, so I see his face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's got little axes. Little he's got little, bitty, he's got little hatchets. Axes. He's got little hatchets to grind over there, man. Just steal, sell those little bitty axes. <laughs> <laughs> We're on to question
1: eight. We'll get a scoreboard update from impartial Phil after this. That's what <laughs> what they call me <laughs> the topic the is silent, biology. The
0: silent killer and impartial Phil. <laughs> <filth. laughs>
1: what animal lays the biggest egg in the world? Oh, oh, hmm. What animal? What animal lays the biggest egg in the world? Hmm.
0: Not many quick answers. Well, in I got a couple questions. Can we go outside? <laughs> Cause,
4: I thought you were saying earlier how you never talk before a question. You just write your answer down.
0: <laughs> like an oxymoron. <laughs> well, is that, it, What is an animal? <laughs> <it>? <laughs> I wish I could call like a little conference, like when they have like a thing, and you know, like in baseball, the manager goes out and talks to the pitcher, the coach, or whatever. You're using a lot I, of sports references yeah. today, man. <laughs> go, go ahead, Seth. Seth had an actual question.
2: Oh, no, I don't. I'm too
0: nervous.
2: <laughs> 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 too nervous. <laughs> he's, he's within arm's reach of Steve right, right now. He'll, yeah, you will get
0: pounced on. Does uh, everybody it. have an answer?
1: Uh, I don't no. know. It's going to be one of them, oh, I didn't know that questions. What animal is the biggest or egg is it? in the world? <laughs> Yanni, you good?
3: Yeah.
1: Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Yanni saying emu. Steve saying emu. Whale Seth without an answer. Brody saying whale shark. Oh, because
0: like it's oviviparous?
1: Cal saying ostrich. Walleye Seth saying ostrich. And Corinne saying ostrich. Well, there's sharks that
5: do lay eggs, and then there's sharks that have live young. You have oviparous and ovoviviparous.
0: The correct
1: answer is ostrich.
0: No, it can't be bigger than an emu's egg.
1: Oh, that's what I had. I erased it because I thought you'd call it a bird. (laughs) 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 Although it's the biggest egg in the world, it's actually the smallest egg in relation to the size of the bird. The huh. average ostrich age egg is about three point five pounds, which is the equivalent in volume to two dozen of Yanni's chicken eggs. And I see Brody picked up his phone. I think he's googling uh, hey, hey, a whale no. shark egg size. <laughs> no, how are you doing? Stop. What are you doing?
0: Oh, you know what I saw? It was just kids so unbelievably cute, and it's only the second time I've ever seen it. Is uh a little hummingbird nest oh. where we were oh. camping. And he'd come and sit in there and just kind of relax in there. Yeah, cutest he, thing on the planet. He, heck yeah. Whoever, he, she, I don't know how they, I don't know. I, I didn't even looked up, like, do they share <laughs> nesting responsibilities? I politics. mean, this <laughs> little nest, Spencer, this <laughs> little nest, so small that the hummingbird's head and tail what are hanging out of the nest. 20 years so, <laughs> ago. Did you see the eggs? No, I tried to get my kid to climb up there and have a look, but they didn't want to disturb it. Did you see? you had to get right up in its business to kind of look, you know? It would have been neat if you could have seen him laying one. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, hit us with a scoreboard. i so throwing Phil for a real uh,
5: I'm looking at the scoreboard right now, and I feel like I've made a mistake, but I'm going to read this out loud just to s- hear Steve's response. Uh, in last place with one point is Brody Henderson. Wow. <laughs> Rockwell, oh, man. the guy with the most average right is well, sitting I in seventh. Well, I thought seven. i let Steve yeah. catch up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that was nice. Uh, and then coming up, tied for second place with two points apiece, we have the the Seths, Whale and Walleye, and Corinne. And then tied for first place, each with five points, are Cal, Giannis, and Steve. Oh wow. Three way. barn burner really? going into the last two questions. Cal is over
0: there bitching his little face off, <laughs> <laughs> and he's sitting
1: there in the number one slot. And we have not had overtime in a while, so today maybe the day. mama called him
5: Christopher? I'm going to call him Christopher.
1: Okay? God, this, is, I
5: would, this room feels like an alternative reality. Like, just I, I don't know what's happening. I've,
1: it might be the, uh, whale, blubber.
0: <laughs> the whale blubber. Yeah. Oh, hopped it's up on your blubber. heads, man.
1: Question nine the topic is mountain men. This next great question comes to us via Robert Davis. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at themaateeater.com. Does he win the stuff? No, we, we had that back in question six. The oh, guy where did agreed. he win? He won a signed uh, book by you. What was I talking about? <laughs> I <know>. You, you <laughs> I were have some guesses. Some I Another. This? We, we declared by it. You did. Box.
0: You're kidding me. Yeah, we're still arguing. <laughs> a book that I
1: need you to sign after this for him. Here's the question. Oh, my God. Pemmican was a popular food for mountain men because it's lightweight, stable, and nutritious. Name two of the three primary ingredients used to make pemmican. Pemmican was a popular food for mountain men because it's lightweight, stable, and nutritious. I need you to name two of the three primary ingredients
0: used to make pemmican. You done, Brody? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why do I care about Brody all the time? I, yeah, you shouldn't. <laughs> I should be like, Are you done, Cal?
4: But I do feel like this mountain man category is like totally skewed towards your, uh,
0: your you know, your jam. Being an American and all? Well, no.
5: <laughs> you should build every question as if they're going to be about Daniel Boone. Yeah. Then,
1: <laughs> now, something he may have carried would have been pemmican. <laughs> Does everybody have an answer? Looking for two of the three ingredients? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Giannis saying berries and meat. Steve saying dry meat and fat. Whale Seth saying dried meat and fat. Brody saying Was meat it two and out of the three? fat.
0: Two yes. out of the three. Well, He's,
1: everybody knows all three. Cal's got, <laughs> Cal, Cal's
0: got <laughs> Cal and fat.
1: Cal, <laughs> Cal only says fat. Oh. Walleye said <laughs> saying salt and meat. And Corinne saying meat and berries and the room did well for the people who wrote down two answers. This is such a yeah, cow. I think cows should get it. He's, he's made of meat. <laughs> no, <It is>. man, <laughs> the three ingredients are meat, fat, and fruit or nuts. So the room did very well. I mean, growing up in Montana, so we look look learned pemmican
5: every single year by every single teacher. <laughs>
0: Down to me me and your honey, man.
1: Pemmican was invented by Native
5: Americans, but was widely
0: adopted by fur trappers and explorers across the continent. No, I mean, but right now, he's out. Oh, right now. Now, No, he's not. (laughs) If you want a great. He's out of the winner's circle. (laughs) Yeah, this I'm, being the winter surface. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> if you want a great recipe for this superfood, check out Brody Henderson's 2018 article on themeedeter.com. Way back, called oh, yeah. pemmican, cuts, the original dude. hunter's <laughs> trail food. And Brody was just salty that this question was written for Steve, despite him having an article about it. Well, that. you know, I remember writing that article, and Steve had a lot to say about it. So. <laughs> Question 10. Oh, my God. The game is still up for grabs. The topic is fishing. Mm. This state has world records for cobia, Roanoke bass, northern snakehead, white bass, and blue catfish. What is it? This state has world records for cobia, Roanoke bass, northern snakehead, white bass, and blue catfish. What is it? We are down to Cal... Steve and Giannis. Hmm. Steve may have had the quickest answer in the room. How you feeling? Seventy percent. Okay. Put a percent on it for you, Cal. Uh, I I'm playing with house money right now. So <laughs> a thousand. A thousand. Or, or zero. And Yanni, where's your confidence at? Very low. Very low. Very okay. low. Okay. I wish I had a
5: map of the. Uh, United States.
1: Again, Kobia, Roanoke bass, Northern snakehead, white bass, and blue catfish. <sighs> now my confidence is getting shaken. I know. I had a gut
5: reaction then I it, switched it, it. Did you say, you just said records, right? World records. World records.
1: Oh. World records.
5: Those are the
4: real big ones.
1: Yes. Oh. It's getting salty. Like, like salty. flathead catfish in Kansas. I don't that think I know the any of those record. fish. Oh, are you
5: still um, competing, Brody. Oh, I want to get the answer right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Does everybody
0: have an answer? No. Hold on a minute, man. I might change my answer. Okay. Oh, it's painful.
5: Well, yeah. I guess I'm just focused on the overlap of species, not the world records, which I know absolutely nothing about. That's more of a Seth thing. We have a, shaken,
1: a shaken three leaders in right. the room here. Mm-hmm.
4: Does your homunculus have anything to say yeah, over there? He's got <laughs> a
0: lot. He's, my homunculus has a lot to so, say. Can you hear me the fish one more time? <laughs> we
1: have <laughs> Cobia, Roanoke bass, northern snakehead, white bass, and blue catfish. Everybody ready? Okay, I'm just going to move Yep. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Giannis saying Maryland, Steve saying North Carolina, Whale Seth saying Minnesota, Brody saying Virginia, Cal saying Virginia, Walleye Seth saying North Carolina, and Corinne saying Maryland. North Carolina is a good guess. We do have a correct answer oh, in the my room. Goodness. It is Virginia. Oh! Which makes this go to a three way tiebreaker. That's is right. that
5: right?
0: That's right. Dude, you know what? Roanoke is in Virginia, and I thought it was too obvious.
1: Well, Roanoke That's the City yeah. is in Virginia, and I think Roanoke Colony, where the, the famous thing happened, I think is in North Carolina. That's, yeah. So two states uh, should have narrowed it and down. North Carolina is like so well known for Cobia. What's a Cobia? Why'd you put Virginia down?
5: because of the the Roanoke deal
1: I was leaning Virginia on Roanoke Virginia is just a state or a world record fishy place just this morning I wrote this question last night just this morning the new world record fall fish was caught which also came from Virginia
5: this is all heard of a fall this was fish, my question like a chub. in regards to so you can go and fish you know six miles north of Virginia in Maryland waters and uh, be 100 miles offshore, and if you return to your Virginia harbor, it is a Virginia world record. Hmm. Yeah, it makes no... I'm like, a lot of that stuff is just, uh, I think, how your departments of natural resources can scrape together some more
1: uh, fishing dollars. We are on to the tiebreaker. I don't know if you guys knew this in the room, but we now have a tiebreaker sounder. <laughs> oh, can you you've, play been it it on this, you've been sitting on this tiebreaker for months. And it has been a while. And if you haven't heard Phil's tiebreaker, it's, it's very good. I always come and I ask Phil for like a five dollar uh piece of audio, and then Phil gives us like a thousand dollar piece of audio. So good every time we need something.
5: God, if I would have gone two out of three pemmican <laughs> materials, yeah, mixing the materials. Well, yeah, well, Spencer, you specifically asked for hip hop air horns, so I had to add those in there. That's as well. right. Hip hop air. What's a hip hop air horn?
3: <laughs> tiebreaker. First or last? I mean that
5: doesn't
0: make any sense at all. first, last. you last. You can be second. You can be third, fourth, hell, you can even be fifth.
1: The tiebreaker <laughs> topic cow, is fishing. Yeah. What is the average cost of an annual resident fishing license in America in 2022? What is the average cost? of an annual resident fishing license in america in 2022 this is a numeric question which means the closest between steve Giannis, and cal will
0: be declared our winner and none of that like over under bullshit just closest you're gonna need a second tiebreaker i have four of them okay
4: but it's just Th- this is tough because right? you know those i know what,
0: what everybody, i know what everybody i know what everybody's gonna write cal how you feeling I, I mean, we're all going to be in
1: the ballpark. Okay.
5: So. You really think so? All right. Yeah. That's good to know. Let's see
1: if you're right. Are you three ready? Yeah. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Giannis saying $17. Now we are in the ballpark. Steve saying $20. <laughs> and Cal saying $16. The answer is $25.42. I, I, <laughs> I win! Making Steve <laughs> our winner. <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The silent killer comes in and wins.
4: That's uh. <laughs> not too silent right now. Aww. By
0: silent killer, he
1: means everyone else goes silent. <laughs> Good job,
5: Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well earned. Dude,
0: everybody hates the winner, man.
5: <laughs> well, you know what I think it was? I saw an email that was uh, to Spencer the other week. It was like, Please, more Mountain Man-related questions.
0: <laughs> Please, Steve. Now if Steve. If it wasn't
5: for that hint that you hate so much.
0: Here's what I'm going to do. $500 right. donation. Seth, is your publisher actually a non-profit? Like a legit nonprofit? Yeah, yeah. What's it called? Mountaineers Books in Seattle. Okay. I want my... That counts as a conservation group. Sure. Because they publish well, environmental work. Well, what do they do? Work. Tell us about it. I don't know. Well, they, they... Publish, they publish environmental work. Absolutely, yep. Yeah. That's what they do. And they I think publish they start, Seth's books.
2: I think they started years ago publishing uh, mountaineering guiding books, but but now they have a Mountaineer they have Books a... is
4: the preeminent nonprofit publisher of mountaineering histories, biographies, conservation, adventure narratives, natural history, and other guidance.
0: Right there. That counts? I like it. Okay. I want my five hundred dollars to go to Seth's publisher because I appreciate that they publish Seth's book. It's an important book. He's an important writer, and I want to I want them to have the money. I like it. Because he's on the show.
1: That's a good use of the victory. Put it in Seth's name. Thank you very much. In Seth's name, even Seth. Thank you for playing. I hope you had fun. Join us next week for more Meat Eater Trivia, the only game show where conservation always wins.
0: Telling you what, decked is a game changer. Decked has completely changed how I load, organize my truck. All my stuff that I want is always in there, out of my way, and secure. It's perfect. If you own a pickup truck that you use, you know, like a truck, the decked drawer system gives you weatherproof storage for all your gear. You can lock it up too. You keep your tools and gear organized, job site or out in the field. Go to deck.com slash meat eater to receive free shipping. Go to deck.com slash meat eater. And get yourself some free shipping.